give you some points so that you can pray intelligently. So I have some more things that I brought on my flop, um, on my stick. Somehow it was not working here. So I'm sorry. So, okay. Um, can you see the city Almaty in Kazakhstan? That's where we were, uh, we were in the last uh, um, time and we were serving there. And in Uzbekistan, you can see Tashkent, right? That's where we started off in 94, from 94 to, till 2004 we were there. And then we were in a place called Urgenj. Um, so that's a place where we have been. So just above Kazakhstan or north of Kazakhstan is Russia. Um, so I wanted to be praying intelligently as well. Um, you see a um, country, Turkmenistan, um, south of Uzbekistan. That's one of the most close countries to the gospel. Very close to ISIS. But it's not the ISIS that rules. It is. They have their own um, brand of Islam. And in 98, 99, all the few Christians that were there were killed. And a couple of them survived. And we have seen them across the border. Um, okay, so that's Turkmenistan. So what we do right now is we work with mostly people from Uzbekistan and some from Kazakhstan. Um, you see China on the uh, east. So east of Almaty towards China, you have a group called Uyghur people. And, and many times you hear of uprising in China it's all by Uyghur people. So uh, 90% of the Uyghurs are in China and 10% is in uh, Kazakhstan. So we work with that 10% uh, Uyghurs and mostly the Uzbeks, a few Kazakhs. And then there is a people group called Krakal Park. Krakal Park. K-I-R-K-A-L. Park. So they actually live on um, the western side of Uzbekistan. The area showed actually, um, beyond that. So um, at a time when we usually have, um, when I go and we have trainings around 25, 30 people. And so we have a confusion of languages. We have Karakalpaks there and Uzbeks there and Uyghur there and Kazakhs. Um, the funny thing is their link language is Russian, but they are not very well versed in Russian. So uh, we go from, sometimes it is a confusion. We go from Uzbek to Uyghur. Uzbek and Uyghur are close. And from there to Kazakh, and sometimes it is Russian. But the Lord gives grace, and some, sometimes we are able to communicate across um, all the languages. Um, I think I had passed one information um, in the men's group of somebody that had, um, the guy's name is Iskander. I put some fake name out there. Iskander means Alexander. So, so, so there was this guy, Iskander, who came to faith five, six months back. And there was another guy, you can switch off that now. So um, there was another guy by the name Fakhruddin. He came to faith maybe a year back. So Fakhruddin was 
called in by the police, the secret police, and uh, he actually uh, was beaten up uh, quite bad. So the um, couple of weeks after or sometime around that time, Iskandar was called in by the police. And um, he was a very bold guy. He, his, his, he firmly stood his ground and he shared his testimony with the um, secret police and they also had a mullah to interrogate and all that. So at one point the um, uh, secret service chief said, I, I want to talk to him personally. All of you get out. So finally, um, he's alone in the room and he ends up sharing the gospel. And at the end of the, the guy says, the, um, the police guy says, I want to accept um, Christ, but I'm afraid of my job. You know, this is a very, it's a very posh job. Plus, if you get out of it, um, you're hunted down. So, but you go free and do whatever you like. No one will touch you. And the um, Iskandar was so upset uh, because he was not allowed to suffer for Christ's sake. And he thought he was probably falling short as a Christian. And uh, sharing this to explain the way people approach. Again, in Tashkent, um, um, a little boy of around 14, 15 came to faith. Um, he had some dreams and stuff, and then um, he, he's, he's also a classmate with the uh, son of one of our old um, partners, the, actually the first guy that I discipled in um, Uzbekistan. So, uh, then this boy came and shared his uh, uh, dreams with him and finally what happens, he comes to know the Lord and this guy is so courageous, he goes and shares the gospel left and right in the school and to the teachers and the teachers got alarmed and the teachers called the parents uh, parents tried talking to him, but he was very firm. This is the truth. I saw the dream, and then I read the book, and it is exactly as, um, as in the book that I saw. And finally, um, the parents were counseled to, um, by, by secret police to get him out somehow. So finally, he, the Bible that was given to him has been taken away. But you know what he does? In the evening, they go to play. But when he goes out to the street to play, he doesn't play. He runs a couple of streets and goes to the house of his friend, takes a scripture, reads it, and he grows in the Lord. So the Lord ministers to his people. Um, again, last week we heard of um, one of the, this guy that used to, the guy that I discipled at the very beginning, uh, he's been again interrogated. He has had a share of blows and and uh, imprisonment, all, all that. But for probably quite some time, he's been left free. But uh, last week or week before last, uh, they came and confiscated his computer. Actually, there wasn't anything incriminating, but they have slapped a very huge fine that he cannot pay and gave him 10 days. Uh, we think it is a bait so that they would get to know who he will contact and who are the people behind. So just pray for the situation. And uh, 
But at the same time, there are uh, joyful news also. Last week, uh, there was an extended family of 11. Um, these are all, I'm talking only about Muslims, okay? An extended family of 11 people came to know the Lord among Karakal Parks. And Karakal Parks is, um, probably there was a, there was a video that was circulating um, about uh, persecution in Uzbekistan. That's probably from Karakal Park area. Uh, that's the most difficult for, uh, part of uh, to minister in Uzbekistan. And the government is very much against, but the Lord is uh, giving grace. So please pray with, uh, more, um, more intelligently um, through all of this. Thank you. Sorry for taking that much time, but I thought once in a while I should do this. Okay. Um, anyone remembers what I spoke about last time when I was speaking? It's been a month. So, why don't we put up the slide? So, now can you tell me what we are talking about? Forsaking personal sin. Well, um, any words that you can remember? Or the idea of the verse? Proverbs 28:13. He who conceals the sin shall not prosper. Another Matakil can say the rest of it. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Interestingly, last time after I spoke and stepped out, um, there was somebody just came to me and said, something has been bothering me for years. I'm sorry. He's a working guy. So it's since his college days, uh, just after 12th standard. And he's been struggling with it, struggling with it. And um, so we prayed through it and then, Went through a lot of things, so uh, he tried to fight that sin, f- fell down, then again got up. Then f- for some time I did not hear anything from him, so I sent him a message. So he says, Rebichan, I wanted to uh, have 21 days of victory because 21 days is kind of forming a habit. And then inform you, 17 days now. Praise the Lord, I have victory. Um, simple thing is, when there is sin... We have to come out and confess. If we come out and confess, there is all possibility that we can come out of it. If we conceal it, no one will know but us and the Lord. And that's a dangerous place to be. So these were the things on which we based our New Year resolutions, if you all remember, right? So the second thing is consistency in spiritual disciplines. That's what I wanted to talk about today. Consistency in spiritual disciplines. Um, I think the Holy Spirit was planning this day very well. Because I wanted to expound a little on Titus 2 in verse 12. It came out um, right in the beginning itself. And so we know, yes, the grace of God has appeared. Okay. 
and so I'm not going into that, but we'll um, just go to the portion that we read. First Timothy chapter six, we'll read first. We read that whole thing for continuity, but um, verse six. Now, godliness with contentment is great gain. Godliness with great contentment is great gain. I'm struggling with my um, notes today. I printed out the notes and I think I got the wrong one in here. I oh, know I got the right one as well. Okay. So, godliness with contentment. What is godliness? What is godliness? Uh, many times, many a time, we know what godliness is or an approximate idea, but we cannot put that into words, right? Um, but it might help us to focus a little on it, and that's there in Titus 2 and verse 12. Could someone read that out for me? It teaches us to deny ungodliness and worldly lust and we should live soberly, righteously and godly in the present age. So, verse 11 says, the grace of God appeared. And then it says, the grace of God appeared. What does it do? It is training us. Is teaching us that we should deny certain things and that we should lay hold of godliness. So, to put it briefly, it is kind of opposite of worldly lust and ungodliness. If we take um, Second Peter, it talks about, we will not go there, talks about godliness and then talks about that we are partakers of the divine nature. Okay. So, when we talk about partakers of the divine nature, we can think of it in different ways. Uh, but we are not Partakers of the substance of Godship. Right. Jesus Christ was partaker of the substance of Godship. But we need to cultivate in us or that the godly nature holds. In short, we become like Christ we become more and more 
transformed into the image of his son so godliness in simple terms is being holy and is being like christ is being like what god wants us to be so there is great contentment in what not in money not in a great job not in social positions right godliness with contentment is great gain can we have godliness without contentment i don't think so as you become godly you will be content okay and what is contentment like a weaned child on its mother's side a weaned child just resting while we got a baby crying now the baby is not content about something don't know what maybe hunger um what not you know sometimes the, um, the father or mother sits at home kids are playing around and then they're tired or something and you don't even realize they just come and uh, climb up and sit in their lap and they do nothing just sit there have you come across this the child is content so if we have godliness shall be content hmm? we don't need to run after other things the thing to focus on is godliness so um after that we read we brought nothing into the world and it is certain that we can carry nothing out right but we also know that at the end of our lives when christ comes we shall see him as he is and we shall be like him and so whoever has this great hope in him let him be pure as he is pure let him be holy as he is holy godliness is just trying to be as pure as he is pure to be holy as he is holy and then it says if we have having food and clothing with this we shall be content if we don't have food and clothing should we be discontent no but we are stalking about um trying hard and investing our lives into attaining something and something and something and we, when we get something much bigger than what we have now after a while it becomes linoleum beneath our feet we stamp on it and then we search for the next higher level you reach there okay um some of you guys must have received 
three, four promotions in their lives. Okay. The first promotion, wow, I got it. I made it. After, after a month, nothing. Okay. Then, after a couple of years, you are again feeling, okay, those with you have advanced to the next level. And you want it. Discontent. And when you get it, wow, I got it. Nothing. Um, I used to work in Bilai Steel Plant. So the, it, finally people are all uh, tired of all this promotion. So um, the senior guys, they usually say, if you get a promotion, your wife is happy. Her social status goes up. <laughs> but you are sad because more responsibilities heaped on you. Anyway, we run after wrong things in life. We just need to run after godliness. Same thing about money. Same thing about anything that we buy. And the latest cars today, to me nothing tomorrow. I still remember when I was um, doing my university degree, if someone had a Maruti 800, income tax people would be after him. Now it's just the opposite. Oh, this guy has an 800. It, it doesn't make much. So, the great trophies of that time, what is it now? Uh, nothing. And um, at, at the end of our lives, when we look back, it will be the same. So let us focus our attention on being godly. So verse 11 says, But you, O man of God, flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, gentleness. Two things there. Two verbs. One, flee. Two, pursue. What is common about both? Run. Okay. In fleeing you run, you run with all your might. And in pursuing also, according to your motivation, you run with all your might. But in one you are running away from getting caught. I still remember um, um, one of our neighbors had couple of dogs in to me they were um, such scary animals and they used to chase and bite people as well. Once in a while they would let it loose and sometimes I used to take a shortcut and I used to see that why if I see it from far I keep running. I flee for my life. Flee. Flee from what? Flee these things. What things? Desiring to be rich. Right? Verse 9. Flee from desiring to be rich. It will come and bite you. 
and you can add all other sorts of things there all kinds of lust and everything flee um i am very thankful for this church there are many guys who are very frank and open and they talk about their struggles in there are some guys who fall repeatedly into certain sins from which they are unable to get out you know uh, um this morning as um john was speaking i was thinking of it the lord has called us to free them and he wants to give us an aim in life and not an okay the morning when we get up what do we do no well to a certain extent but there are some believers who are struggling in and is they're sincere believe me they are sincere they want to worship the lord on sunday but it's so scary for them because they know they have fallen and some of them will um come out on saturday and hold it out monday tuesday wednesday they'll come back coming out coming out of that is difficult right to flee 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 so how do we flee fleeing and pursuing in a christian goes hand in hand what is pursuing you're running after something till you take hold of it okay if you're chasing somebody capture the flag okay. you chase 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 till you take hold of it you pursue after something till you get hold of it you don't have victory chase victory pursue till we make it our own fine i want to flee i want to pursue but i'm not able to do it i fall i give falling what am i to do chapter 4 verse 7 and 8 but reject profane and old wives fables and exercise yourself toward godliness for bodily exercise profits a little but godliness is profitable for all things having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come so what does it talk about exercise exercise yourself the present day youngsters in indian cities at least they are very conscious of exercises when when we grew up we had no time for exercise there was enough and more work at home <laughs> right um well i grew up in a um, in a village area so we had okay we, i think i usually got up at 5 so had lots of chores to do okay 
and we had our own projects to plant things and um, gardening, vegetable garden, all kinds of stuff. And we never had time to go and tread the mill. <laughs> okay. Well, but the important thing is to be physically fit, you need to have exercise, whether it's real work or simulated work. Right? Um, Stanley here. Uh, Stanley started off forest fitness, right? And some of us are clients out there as well. He has his own special experience why he started off, um, started that off. Uh, if you sit down with him, he'll tell you that how he came out of a lot of uh, physical issues and because he started exercising. Okay, so with exercise, he was able to conquer some illnesses. With spiritual exercises, we will be able to conquer those besetting sins. Okay. We are all, it's many times I hear it from many guys here and there about exercise, going to gym. Good. But you know what the word says? For bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things. So, exercise unto godliness. If, uh, if we are all so focused on physical exercise, which profits little, let's say it profits little compared to what um, the godly uh, the, uh, training towards godliness is we need to exercise we need to exercise spiritually and Titus what did we learn training us the grace of God appeared not just to save us but training us training us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust we should live soberly righteously and godly in the present age and looking for the appearance the blessed for our blessed hope and glorious appearance of Lord and Lord and Savior Jesus Christ Okay, of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ. The words that I quote against Jehovah's Witnesses. Okay. Um, <clears throat> again, this portion brings it out very clearly. The training towards godliness will help us to get rid of what? Ungodliness and worldly lust. So, how do we train? So, I'm not one who has used James, but I think you have some kind of specific plan when you go in there. 
You don't do something today, something else the next day. Huh? Right? You probably have a plan. And that's how you proceed. Do we have spiritual plans? We want to get closer to God, right? And then become like Him, share His nature. How? Suppose well, the newest couple is sitting down here, okay? Poonam and Devan. Well, we got married. Fine, we are married, happy. So, uh, Poonam was in, Poonam was working in Balod earlier. Okay, you go and work in Balod, I'll be working here. We are married, we are happy. Does that work out? Poor Sajan knows he's <laughs> missing Shilpa for a week. Huh? Relationship, we have to invest and we have to spend time. Intimacy is built up with spending time. We have to work at it. And, you know, when we come together on a common purpose, the differences also appear. Older couples know that. Jason is going to lie to us. <laughs> okay, so when differences appear, we work through it and we again come closer. Right? So, <clears throat> relation, relationship needs to be worked on. Yes, we are God's children. Praise the Lord. But we need to enjoy that Freedom in the spirit, the joy in the spirit. Um, you know, people have different experiences coming to the Lord, but some, some of us might have been uh, way out there, out in the world, and then we experience the Lord. Or for a guy like me who came from another background and then Enjoying the sweetness. The initial days were full of joy. The joy of salvation fills us. And then we slowly, slowly lose it, right? Why? We are not training ourselves. We need to train ourselves in godliness. So, you remember what we, what we are talking about today? Consistency in spiritual disciplines. So this training in godliness is what is achieved by spiritual disciplines. So what is a spiritual discipline? What is a spiritual discipline? Okay, um, those who are brought up in the, in believing families, where you forced to do your quiet times in the morning? Yes, right? I was saying da. 
And did you resent it? At times, yes. Right? Then, um, now the family prayer habit is breaking down in the present generation. But, to those who were in the those who grew up in, a, in families where there was family prayer, what happened in the morning? Huh? You're not even opening your eyes. You had to come and sit down and sing songs. That was the old Kerala tradition. That, okay. You didn't like it, Right? So, there are traditions, okay. Um, Jeffrey knows some traditions in my hometown. Okay. We, it's a predominantly Catholic town. I said Jeffrey because he studied there for his BB or something, whatever. So, you know, um, ours is a predominantly Catholic church. So, we got this church 500 years old and... Um, the present day bell is a new one, but when I was small, the bell was really powerful. We could hear it at least some two miles away. So early morning, we got the bell, okay, 5.30. Then as mass comes on, we got 6.15, 7.15. Then 12 o'clock, there is a bell. And at 7, 7.30, 6, 6.37, there is a bell in the evening. So these are the Angelus bells. They say the Angelus. Know what it is? Um, it has some Hail Mary and all that, but it um, actually uh, thinks about the birth of Christ, the death of Christ, and that he is coming again. So this is a system in Catholic villages. Okay. And I had forgotten this last time I went. I was in a shop at 7 o'clock in the evening. The bell went. Immediately the whole shop, the street, just came to a standstill. Hindus, Catholics, they just stand still. And then they are supposedly praying. And then they, and with that, Anyway, they remember God. It's a, it's a habit. Right? So, I don't think the prophet much that habit. But in the evenings, if you, when I was growing up, if you went around, around 7, 7.30, you could hear um, the rosary or the uh, prayers from each home. If you went to Hindus, they also used to have their thing. And in believing families, unfortunately we had none of them there, usually had morning prayers in the evening, morning prayers in the evening, right? These, these are disciplines. These are some rhythms in the lives of families and villages. Oh my, my, anyone has Watch my watch is dead. Oh, okay. Well, um, there's a rhythm that is set 
in and you have to do certain things at certain times his spiritual discipline should be one that we adopt on our own it's it should be deliberately self imposed why did we not like our quiet times because it was imposed on us but it's okay till you form a habit and um, i think it the way it is handled matters but uh, once you come to christ you will find meaning in it i am all for family prayer and um, asking children to read the bible uh, that at least puts a rhythm in their life the meaning of which they might find out later but as we come to faith these disciplines have to be self imposed um if the lord sends an angel in the mornings to all of our homes as soon as we get up i want to what the angel will report okay they go and get themselves fresh and some will get a cup of coffee and i and i want to believe that all of us would be spending time with the scripture in our hands and spending some time in prayer and i want to believe that after this we who have families the husband and wife would spend time together in prayer and later on they will spend time with the children the husband and wife time together in prayer it should not be a substitute for family prayer you will drift apart or that would be the relationship that you have so we get what we are talking about right having certain disciplines in our lives that we adopt on our own um I just want to skip over lots of things that I wanted to talk about. Got caught with my watch. Um, well, uh, there are lots of things that people practice as um, as disciplines. So, some people read through the Bible uh, from Genesis to Revelation, and then come back and go on reading. right so there are many who read the scripture um once a year maybe close to that and in addition to that they have their quiet times and in addition to that they usually have their personal bible study times taking a few hours a week hmm well this is i would suggest all this in our lives reading through the scripture from cover to cover then having our regular quiet times 
studying the bible personally once a week at least then another habit you know i stand condemned as i speak um so i i used to memorize two verses a week in the first couple of years of my faith somewhere along the way i lost it as if when i went to bilai they used to call me a walking concordance but now if you ask i can hardly remember some of them i still remember it memorizing scripture is something else that you can add and i understand the wednesday group is actually following the same thing that i did as a new christian they skipped the first section and went on to the second okay memorizing scripture reading cover to cover having quiet times personal bible study and of course listening together and once in a while maybe listening to a sermon whatever um acts 242 says they continued they devoted themselves to apostles teaching prayer breaking of bread and fellowship fellowship breaking of bread and prayers right um there are numerous things that people talk about okay one of the habits that i had was journaling and asha had the fortune of knowing me how i was before i got married to her because all my journals were there i used to do it um once once in a couple of weeks or once a week or something like that and then i remember once everything got wet and all that and after that i lost motivation and i stopped journaling but um so i'm looking back and seeing that i have lost some of the good disciplines that i had um so we can go on adding many things but in the minimum as a church let us be consistent in three four things okay um one is the word of god we talked about it and another is fellowship okay fellowship as in being intentional about fellowship hello yeah being intentional about fellowship and fellowship on a personal level um one of the greatest feedback of last camp was two by two i think the most of the people commented on it that they liked it so be intentional about having two by two with people and not sporadic but make it a practice and what else about fellowship coming together cell groups here see with you know why to a certain extent the the some of the older churches believing churches still go forward because they insisted on some of the disciplines one of them was coming to church on sundays otherwise you used to get questioned 
ఇలా స్టాండ్ అప్ అండ్ సేయ టెస్ట్ మనీ రైట్ ఇట్ వాస్ ఫోర్స్డ్ ఆన్ బట్ దీస్ డిసిప్లిన్స్ వీ యాక్చువల్లీ హ్యావ్ ఇట్ షుడ్ బి సెల్ఫ్ ఇంపోస్డ్ రాదర్ దాన్ ఇంపోస్డ్ బై సమన్ ఫ్రమ్ అవుట్ సైడ్ సో ద వర్డ్ దిస్ హెస్ ఐ లాస్ట్ ఇట్ సో హీ గాట్ ఇట్ గాట్ దిస్ ఫార్మింగ్ ఫ్రమ్ ది ఇంటర్నెట్ you should you have the word on top prayer board that's fine this is something a tool that is used by navigators if you know okay fellowship with people and what do you do when you come together talk about your work is be intentional and drive it towards the inner um, problems that you face in the joys that you have <clears throat> in the struggles that you have and uh, discuss the scripture and finally end with prayer it's it's not meeting up with friends it is more than that okay another thing is prayer many times when we ask people i think um the maximum that people are able to sit down and pray is maybe two to five minutes if they are alone if it's if it's in a group then you can go on reciting things one after another right but personal prayer is a must that's where you pour out your hearts to the Lord right it's where we talk about our difficulties it's where we talk about our joys to the Lord what we desire to do spend time with the lord in prayer and as a church we need to be much more there witnessing again i felt condemned you know yesterday I had the fortune of uh, meeting someone after 10 years so this guy was my uh, roommate uh, so i was pre final year he came first year i was staying in a lodge so he says you were the first one to tell me the gospel and he was an atheist at that time now he is an elder in one of the local churches in um, um in chennai um i was reminded of the passion I, somehow or other i would bring in the gospel whenever i met with a non believer and I, i i was so skilled at it i think and i always used to carry my bible with me wherever i went in kadamangalam engineering college which was supposed to be the the worst craziest place to do such a thing in kerala at that point but i, I need to confess that i've gone bad I, I, i gone behind there but also at the same time I'm, i just wanted to share two things from this church some i called up somebody last sunday afternoon what are you doing he says huh i'm going out um with a few tracts and bible to the um i said where just outside on the street and he was doing it a couple of days later somebody else messaged me i did street evangelism um today and it was so exciting and there are two um, youngsters here two unmarried youngsters in this church i don't know um, what the how the lord prompted them 
but let's make it a practice witnessing at our work and beyond that okay so at least we want to have prayer word of god fellowship and witnessing in our lives and put in disciplines what works for another person may not work for you if we have morning blues probably you need to make sure that you are really awake before you um sit up and pray others uh, who just get up and fall down on their knees and start praying so there are ways to um take control of it and if we need to if you are intentional we will make sure that we go to bed early not hang around and do stuff uh, if you want to get up in the morning and spend time with the lord yes i got an appointment at 5 6 get to be there if it's work we will be there at 6 right and we will make sure that we go to bed early yes we got an appointment with the king of kings and with our greatest friend so we need to make sure of that of course if you are late we still do it we might miss out once in a while but we come back and one last thing about these rhythms when you're traveling you're likely to miss them because you have fallen out of the rhythm but so you have to be even more watchful and when you come back it is satan is going to help you to be a little more lethargic but fight it train yourself you still want to go to the gym and make yourself fit flee unrighteousness and pursue godliness may the lord help us let's pray father in heaven we want to thank you for your word which is which has such a lot of things to teach us and one of them is that you want us to be exercising that we are growing spiritually and one of the things that probably that we did not talk about is that your grace trains us up help us to take affirmative steps help us to be intentional in building up that relationship with you and guarding our walk with you thank you that you will help us to remain focused thank you that you will help us grow in your father in christ precious name